<laughs> All right. Hey, guess what? It is season two of Poems and Whiskey. Isn't that crazy? Tonight I have, uh, is it, do you want Mickey or Michaela? It's an everyday question for me too, but I'm fine with either. Whatever tickles your peach. All right, Mickey, oh. welcome to Poems and Whiskey. It's a strange little thing I have going here. You'll find. Thank you. I think it's a great thing. <laughs> um, tell, uh, tell everybody who you are, what you do. Um, uh, oh, man. It's kind of like, what do I not do these days? Um, right? So right? Can, yeah. Whew, she's sleepy, but she's going. You know? <laughs> um, so I'm a creative writing instructor at a private Catholic school during the day. And then I work at two different music schools as a vocal coach during the night. Couple of things, yeah. But that takes up, you know, pretty much all of my time. And then I try to dabble in, you know, submissions when I can, working on my mm-hmm. own stuff. Um, and then I'm even trying to get back in the studio and do music again, which I haven't done for a bit. So I don't even know how I'm finding the time for that, but I'm happy that I am. It's starting to happen for some reason, so it's great. I'm happy about it, yeah. Isn't that strange when things start actually moving? It's, it's I don't know, it, it's like you don't want to mention it and jinx it, but it seems like things start to actually, are starting to work out in your favor, and it's always kind of a funny place to exist. Like, push more or just let it roll? I know, yeah, and it was so random. It's like I was um, recording an album years ago and then lost the opportunity and had to get vocal surgery and all this craziness. So getting back to singing wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to do it, you know? Yeah. And so just ran into this guy. You know, it was one of those things where he's like, oh, we're looking for a singer and I'm a guy and he knows a guy. And let's just all get in my basement. So for a second, I had to be like... that's, that's, that's... (laughs) That's on the up and up, I think. Mickey? Um... (laughs) I know. I was like, your basement. Mm. Dot, dot, dot. And then he showed me a picture of it. It was like a whole studio with like full band equipment. He was like, we can record your tracks for free. Right, and I was like, okay, the basement. Okay. Like, <laughs> it's making more sense. I'm happy about it. You know? So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll see with that. But it's just nice to be around creative people that are also like, yeah, we're really tired, but we also like the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I'm talking about it anyway. Fuck, right? Like, uh, <laughs> God, like you have to make a space for it. You have to carve it out, or uh, w- what the fuck else are you gonna do? You know? So, mm-hmm. it's so true. Right, so I read. Um, I not to interrupt you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please, the theme. Uh, but uh, so I read your I read your chapbook. Very good. Uh, b- oh. By um, Bottle Cap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Thank um, you. Oh, you're welcome. Like, I guess I hope you're going to share some at the end or I'll share some of yours at the end if you want to be embarrassed by me reading your poetry. Ooh. <laughs> oh, no, I, that would actually be really interesting. <laughs> like hearing it in another voice, though, you know? Um, oh, and then, no, yeah, see, that's weird. It's weird. It's either awesome or uh, terrible because, <laughs> I mean, uh, there was um, at one point uh, I had, I was going to the, the UU church in town, right? 
and they had this little contest or something and you were supposed to write a poem so my ass wrote a poem and um i i of course i did like what else are you gonna do um and and so they they're gonna fucking they want it read up there on the stage and i'm like fuck me i'm not getting up there no, you can have somebody else read it. I just should have pulled the whole fucking thing, man. Like, no oh, one else why? knows your talent. Because, okay, so the, the, the poem itself was fine. It, me- mediocre time frame. It was good, fine for me then, right? But the, <laughs> the, the, the reading of it, like, no one else knows your pacing, you know? And not everybody knows how to read poetry. Some people, no matter what, it turns into a sing-songy sort of thing and you lose yeah, the words yeah. you know all you hear is the, the wave you could of put it. it in a hat you could put it in a bat yes 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 <laughs> that. whether uh whether it rhymes or not it turns into that sort of little sing song so um yeah yeah but i might i might didn't do it anyway just because yeah i feel like that's the way it's kind uh, of like, i also just well, love I mean, it's like oh <laughs> you just not talking and we're like, I'm gonna do that. Like, uh, that's just so relatable. It's like, like right now, there's a competition. The thing in Arlington to write a ten line poem to put on their buses that are going around the city, which would be so cool. But also like so red. So I'm like, cool. I'm thinking bus. I'm thinking in motion. You know, it's so funny. But like, I also see that. I'm like, oh, I have to do that. Like, obviously. Yes. 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 Obviously. Yeah. You really should. Yes. You really should. Why do you win the I contest? I, I'm submitting. Like literally, I have a couple days, and I've written one. One. You can do three poems, and I've had one so far. I'm like, you know what? It might just be that, but we're gonna see. See if anything cooks up in the next couple days. Oh yes, I use that analogy yeah. too. Like uh, really? Yeah, about cooking and simmering. I feel a lot of um, my, uh, I, I say like I'll put stuff on the simmer on the back burner where things just sort of like thicken and develop. And then later yes, on, it turns ruminate. into a whole fucking like soup, you know? And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do the same thing. Use the same terms. That's, That's funny. That's so funny. <laughs> I, yeah, all the time. I'm always talking about like people at work will be like, how are you? And I'll be like, I'm cooking. Because yep. like... It can't be like I didn't sleep. Like I need to go. Like I need a sandwich, you know. But I'm just like, you know what? I'm in the work, and it'll be good. But yeah, right like on this cooking. Uh, I woke up. <laughs> yeah, it's six a.m. My favorite <laughs> oh, time of day. Fuck me, right? Yeah, that was oh my, my morning. God. God. <sighs> oh my gosh, I hate it. I also don't understand it because the children. And I always just call them the children, regardless of their age. That's, that's I not ominous seniors at all. in high school. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm seniors, but I call them babies and children all the time. But well, they, they are. They, they are. They just don't know that they are, but they are. Babies. No, but exactly. That's all the time. Babies. And, but the first, like, two hours of the day is them just like, oh, Miss G, like, you got a Pop-Tart. And I'm like, you guys know if I had a pop carry in my mouth right now. Okay, come on now. And these little themes have been bustling into the teacher's lounge and taking all the fruit. And I went in the other day and I see a bunch of kids giggling, running with bananas. They're like this Catholic version of like Hogan's Heroes, right? (laughs) 
sneaking women out of the cafeteria. <laughs> the litter, it's ridiculous. But, the, but like, when seven bananas. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys are not cute. It's not stealth. Like, you didn't just come up. You're, all, you're out here asking everyone in the hallway, like, do you have a quarter? Do you have a quarter? Because they're trying to get something from the vending machine. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, you yeah. suddenly have all these bananas and things. Nobody's going to have any questions for you. Like, you're out of your mind. What bananas? It's ridiculous. <laughs> well, one of them comes with As a one set falls of keys. out of his backpack. Yes, like a teacher's keys. They're, like, opening the lap because it's locked. And I'm like, who gave you these keys? And they're like, <laughs> running away. Like, I don't, I don't know about that. That seems like, uh, I don't know. But, <laughs> a lie. I'm just dying, guys. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's and like, suspicious. I don't like, it is. <laughs> that's odd. Oh. <laughs> So how'd you get into poetry, though? Like, why? Clearly, you do a lot of other stuff. So why and how did you land on poetry? What was the... Did you choose it? Did it choose you? Did it fall on you? I... So it's, like, kind of crazy how I grew up <laughs> in that there was a year no. when... And it gets all, you know, <laughs> deep and twisty here. Um, but my Welcome sister... Welcome to the show. She, yeah, it's a poetry, right? To the, yeah. a, a haiku about no this <laughs> um, But I lived in a town of literally like 1,200 people in the middle of the woods. And my sister was like bored out of her mind. So she was in and out of rehab. My mom was in and out of prison. And my dad was just like, he, something else. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, mm. that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just over days, there. As we said. Yeah. Days world. Yeah. Well, when I was oh. living with him, he wouldn't let me leave the house. And that was like three years of my life. I would only go to school and come back over and over and over again, which is not what should be happening, right? For someone who's like seven, eight, nine, ten years old. Um, right. But I'm spending like entire weekends in my room and during that time right i'm like writing stories i'm singing little songs i was that girl um with those sticks with the ribbon at the end i was like one two three jiggle, 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 so like what's that girl cascada you know that song every time we touch that when people say like what got you your trauma i'm like that song <laughs> like that energy uh 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 so good um <laughs> But so I started writing, you know, little stories and then went into middle school and, you know, was introduced to poetry because, um, you know, that's when you start doing all the fun Shakespeare reenacting mm. and all that jazz. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And my English teacher was like, you have a gift, you know, like you're really good at this. And I was like, really? Thank you. Um, oh, and good I, old English teacher. I know. Myth of Charlie Coughlin. That's a sweetie. I love her. But she, right, anyway, <laughs> left something in her class one day, as a middle schooler does, and went back to grab it, and then caught her presenting my poem on, like, a projector to the class as to what to do to no. write a successful poem. And she didn't talk to me about it, but... It was such a beautiful moment to just walk in and be like, wow, you think about of me? Um, and then Holy she fuck. was like, hey, there's this. I know. 
That's like, like totally heals like three wounds in your heart you didn't know existed and two that you did. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then also like the metaphor of it being like a where I'm from poem, you yeah. know, like talking about just like where I grew up and um, just the little different things around my house that made little middle school Mickey, such as meant that much more. Um, but she saw that. And then also, you know, I'm like singing in the band, doing all the just so many things. And she was telling me about this performing arts school that she thought I should apply to and look into. And so I did. And then that just became my life. So I already knew what it was like to be like a college student. I had an art major every day from 1 to 4.15 where I was practicing poetry and creative writing solely with practicing authors. Holy shit. Really, really amazing. And then just, you know, then that was like, when I was like, this is my life. I'm, I'm going to do this. This is the thing yeah. that I'm going to be doing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So it saved me in a lot of ways. But I, I feel so lucky that I got to go somewhere like that. <sighs> I just studied poetry all the time. Like That was just what we did for hours. I'm very happy for you. But in the same breath, fuck you. Hmm. <laughs> I know. But no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm absolutely kidding. No, no that's amazing. It's amazing. For everybody fair but what led up to the chat book was there did you have uh, a theme in mind or like how far did you have to pare it down <laughs> to get it to where you mm-hmm. were happy with it like how oh, many drafts man. how many drafts <sighs> well it's kind of hard because this chat book has a bunch of different pieces from different times in my life um when usually when i'm putting together a collection it's from like one span of time you know like over a couple months or like about a certain theme or thing that i'm trying to process um but this was more um taking all poetry for me is my way of trying to understand my own bullshit and my own craziness every day (laughs) because all those things that happened like it doesn't make sense. And so for me, putting this stuff down is trying to make it make sense for me. And so a lot of yeah. the craziness that was my childhood, right, is in this chat book. And it's me kind of trying to figure out my capital T truth in all of that. Now that I'm an adult human looking at experience instead of a kid kind right. of trying to survive and just get right, right, through right, right, their right. situation. Um, so... That was what made this really special because I had poems all the way back from like my senior year of high school up to like last year um, in this. And I just kind of threw it together and went for it and sent it off because why not? And they were like, we love it. Like, we'd love to move forward with it. And I was just like, that's <laughs> like, like flabbergasted. Yeah. <laughs> like, amazing. Um, so, so in cool, that man. way, though, it feels like a time capsule. Um, I'm just all these yeah. little different moments, but all the same journey of me trying to just locate that little girl and the adult girl at once, because I think right. that's all we're really trying to do all the time anyway. Yeah. 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 Living that, uh, <laughs> come to terms with that dichotomy that we all, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also realizing right, that there's some things I might never come to terms with. Like there are some things I might just not forgive. And there are some things that, shouldn't have happened period but that doesn't mean that they didn't happen and that i shouldn't talk about them and consider how they affect everything that i do so it kind of holds both which is where i got the title right which is dwelling because it's both at once it's like 
the home, the space you live in, but also like to ponder something over and over again. And I think that that's always going to be true. Like I'll, I'll write about these things for the rest of my life. <laughs> you think we ever write about anything different? I mean, really, really. I'm not like, not, <laughs> not to be like an asshole, but I'm thinking like, I, I was just came across a quote on Tumblr where then like, have you ever looked at your stuff and gathered up all of your, your themes and you're looking at it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then you, oh, God damn it. Is it fucking grief again? And then oh, like, I know. <laughs> like, it's so true. I was like, do we, do we write anything else? Uh, I don't, I don't know. Cause it all comes back to processing grief in some way. Even the happy shit, mm-hmm. I think. I think that's true. I think sometimes it's happy like, year. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh. What a year. It's already done. And what a year it's been. Wow. Fucking shit. Very <sighs> all. Very crazy. Oh, but I don't know. I think that's also what makes poetry so beautiful, though, is that yeah. it's this idea that we can revisit the same thing over and over and over again. And there's something valuable it, from that. Yeah. And every time it's new. And every time it's different. It's the same thing, but it's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, that's warm. It's that's like, nice. Aw. <laughs> it's warm cozy. and fuzzy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so uh, I'm. I will be very surprised if I do not either cry during this episode or after the episode is over, after we're done recording. Because this is just kind of wild. Like, I never thought I'd even make one season. And here I am starting a season two. <laughs> I love it. What the fuck is that? Why am I doing it? I don't know. I'm still having fun. So here we are. Like, that's... Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the motto. That's you know? And um, a lot's, a lot's changed in that year. And I've met all these different kinds of people. And it's just uh, weird probably gonna cry at some point tonight <laughs> absolutely i love that oh uh, um, do you care about astrology at all ha, oh okay well <laughs> mm, okay so mm. i'm here for that whatever that is <laughs> ish i'll say ish because come on it's incredibly generic and most of this shit is going to fit every single fucking person however that doesn't mean the advice is bad it is a good idea to at least meditate on what it is said and how it can be approached from the inside out um i had a horoscope the other day uh i use uh fucking what is it um co-star (laughs) co-star is an asshole but i love (laughs) them for being an asshole um it's not they really read my ass sometimes it's not fair but the uh the other day the other day something uh like one of the horoscopes was like you uh you need to play you're allowed to play it was the whole thing that made me go you're you're fucking right find play and i'll find something i want to be done done like Mm. you're right yes i do need to play which in this case was writing something fun that's just for me an incredibly ridiculously self-indulgent um (laughs) I'm processing like the past like tenish years in this thing that I'm writing, um, but it's just for wow. a fun fun thing. 
<laughs> for myself, but it is uh, silly, 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 silly. And uh, so I, I did that. I played and I felt better. So like it's, I look at it that way. And maybe when it comes to other people taking different sides into consideration, that kind of shit, I don't hold on it too deeply. Mm, I mean... <laughs> how do you, how do you deal with the... <laughs> I had like an interesting relationship with astrology and that... I went to a performing arts high school, right? So there were a lot of people that were like, the stars are the Bible. Like, and this is what the yeah. truth is. And I was like, you guys are full of shit. Like, the stars <laughs> do not tell you anything about your parents. or like, who you Why? are, and that's what I believed. And then when I went to college, and I met this girl <laughs> named Saturn. Oh, literally. there's a story. <laughs> and, yeah, and and she <clears throat> just had always been Saturn, always will be Saturn. But she was like, let me do your chart for you. And I was like, honestly, you're wasting your time. Like, I am not really interested in this, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, then just let me do it. And so I let her do it. And she hands me, like, 30 pages of information. Holy shit, like, she did, right. like, your whole fucking chart. Like the whole thing, and I read through it, and I have never been it's so crazy, right? checked in my entire life. Like talking about my relationship with my father and what job I wanted to have when I was five, and like all this stuff is spot on. So I have an openness to it now, and I think it's intriguing to know, especially like what the negative traits of each sign are. Oh um, yeah, because like for instance, right? I'm a Cancer, and so Cancers are known to be like super emotional and like cry all the time. I cry every single day, which is why I'm like, you cry. Like, I'm like that. That's also cancer, me all the time as a high school teacher. Cancer, like, Scorpio, Cancer. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yep. Cancer, wanted. Scorpio, Cancer. I could, uh, <laughs> I could start a fucking cult if I wanted to with that <laughs> with the placements that I have. It's kind of crazy. Wow. Um, Instead, I chose I to use my powers too. for chaos on a podcast. So everybody should be grateful about that. I'm taking <laughs> yes. out my hubris in this way that is relatively safe. Mostly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I think so. <laughs> um, but Renan, then if I know all the negative things, then I can just be aware of those things in myself. Yes. Um, and so I love that. And that it's like, you know, it's said that cancers can be really emotional so they can use either that fact about them to relate to other people or to manipulate other people. And so I don't want to be out here manipulating people that I love. So it right. also makes me take that extra second to be like, okay, am I like Zodiac signing or am I good? And I'm like, okay. Oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, I'm yeah. aware. So yeah, I don't know. I, I guess, do that too. Yeah, I'd say that's kind of what it is. What it means to me, but it's not the end all be all. Like I hate those right. people that are like, I don't talk to sages. Like, oh, okay. Like uh, that's that's up to you. It points out to things that are like good to be aware in the person. And if unless you if if you don't, especially if you don't have like access to their whole fucking chart, like you only have <laughs> your like general shit, you know? Yeah. Like the way it sometimes explains things is not or like it'll say i'm dealing with something that i've already dealt with like it's slightly off like in the way things like say they present and so i think like that's something that i'm also aware of like watching the way these different qualities could present in people and in myself like mm -hmm. yeah which i think is just honestly everyone should be doing to some degree but right, i don't think right. it's not happening. even not even with like not even, not even necessarily see we're talking about relating to people 
and we don't even we don't even need you know fucking astrology to do that. We just need to talk yeah. to a person, you know. But like, um, <laughs> astro- astrology is a good way to hear the way people think about themselves, mm-hmm. and if you are paying attention to that, then you can you know respond in a way that's genuine, no matter what. Like whether you do astrology or not. True, and it's just healthy. also just to be like checking yourself sometimes people think they can do no wrong these days i feel like they're like well this is my intention and like i never and it's kind of like Uh, okay well this happened though so right yeah (laughs) accountability is is um a concept that people find challenging Mm -hmm. that's that's pretty diplomatic right like that's (laughs) nice um (laughs) It, see, but you know that's a muscle. It that's hard. A lot of people don't know how to do accountability to begin with. I know I didn't. Not when I was like, mm-hmm. you know, younger. I'm not going to say. Well, how old definitely I. Think it's something that's taught. Like I think that mm-hmm. it's like if you don't have someone in your life saying to you, "Hey, like maybe these things with love could be better." Uh, yeah, I was going to say like love. the accountability, but not blame not yeah yeah not shame yeah yeah most of us most of us deal in shame most of us are familiar with the shame aspect of it i know and it's so daunting it it can be because then you're just kind of in this unknown and it makes you question not only where you came from but then like who you are and how Mm. you relate to everything and so i think that the vastness of that can be really intimidating to some people uh, it it's, is. It's easy to kind of live in our little boxes and go about our day thinking that oh, yeah. everything we do doesn't affect everyone, but it does. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Late stage capitalism. It's so much yeah. fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what is your relationship with creativity? How do you approach it? What stages <laughs> does it go through? You can talk about poetry specifically or, or just how it relates to anything you create like what are the stages it goes through before you end up with something that you are happy with i've been re-asking myself that question lately (laughs) um just as right i'm trying to all these jobs that i have right now and i'm trying to find the energy to i mean just play like you were saying like to have the room mentally to like sit down and be able to have fun with writing and I'm having trouble with that right now just because I'm so tired and overworked. And that's also so frustrating as I'm teaching yes. the arts, right? It's like, oh, I literally have these things mastered, mastered in quotes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but enough to teach them. And then like, I, I'm having trouble finding that for myself. Um, yeah. But I think that that's what it is, is really for me just finding time. Like if I sit down and wait, eventually something will happen. And kind of believing that that will happen is what makes it happen. Because, <laughs> like, the other day I was like, you know what? I want to try to, like, write a song because I haven't done that in, I don't know, a year. And right. I sat and was like, okay, nothing's happening. <laughs> and then <laughs> it, it, it went by and a little something happened. And then another five minutes. And then suddenly it's like, I have half of the song. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, yeah. I just had to, like, turn on the present. tap. Yes, and just like try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I ask. Um, I didn't write for a long, 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 long time, and um, only really started writing again 
close to like the the pandemic when the pandemic started and suddenly i was able to do it again um so it's just it's interesting to see how other people like have come across it you know and have that that creativity and like when they have the space and time to use it and how it happens so what also do you think that oh thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> congrats thank you um so what do you think uh um so what do you think inspiration is then like if you if if you're able to sit there and and it's it's like you know a trickle to like waiting like the tap turning on right then Mm -hmm. you know what's inspiration what helps the tap turn on what earns your tap <laughs> uh, curiosity. I think it's all about curiosity. Oh, um, talk about that. I mean, well, first of all, I'm telling you, I'm teaching creative writing to seniors, right. and around this time of year, they're like already like, aren't we gone? Are we in college? <laughs> like we're done. Right? Yeah, right? yeah, we're, so, we're done. How do I keep these students engaged? Right? And one of the exercises that I love doing with them is I make them write for five minutes straight without stopping. Right? Like handwriting. And that even if nothing comes to mind, they just write blah, blah, bbd, blah, bbd, blah, blah, or like the lyrics of a song. And then even if it's funny, like I've had a kid write an entire 21 Satter song, like word for word, and then read it out. I'm like, you know what? But great, because you just wrote that down, though. So, yeah. And a lot these days, everyone's just clickety clacking. So that way it still gets a pencil moving. And, you know, then I go into the teacher part where I'm like, that's a different part of your brain that we're activating. And like, you know, <laughs> the fun stuff. But I think that it's just being open enough with yourself um, to let ideas come to you and to trust that an idea will come to you more than like looking for an idea in life. Um, You know, because I feel like, of course, life experiences inspire pieces or topics. But I think more just taking the time to sit down and dive into myself. Like there's plenty there for the rest of always. Yeah. Um, but as a teacher, right, to say to every kid, like, you have something important to say also. And so I realized, you know, I need to I need to walk my talk, talk my walk, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it's like if I'm saying that to all the people around me, then it has to be the same for me. Like, there's there's something valuable or interesting or new in there. I just have to, you know, sit down and, and find it or or maybe not and be OK with that and then try again. Yeah. 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 Do you find inspiration similar at all to desire? Really? Somewhat. Yeah. Because it's almost like in, in that same definition or idea that I was just giving, like, it's what I'm drawn to. Right. So I'm not approaching something or taking on something. If I don't want to, of course. So so maybe it's also like allowing myself to want and to Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, to be like, I can want that and and continue to want. And I think that that is what continuing to write is just trying to find find actually inspiration as <laughs> as inspiration as permission. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah, I love that. Ooh. I uh, love that. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a note of that. I mean, yeah, I know, I know, the, I know Silver Me is gonna listen to this again, but um the me now <laughs> needs to write that down. No, I love that too. The word permission. Yeah. Yeah. 
See, because I've struggled with that too. The, the fact that you said that I had to go through this whole fucking process, uh, this internal process of letting myself want things as part of becoming, <laughs> you know, a whole human being whatever i'm allowed to want and that that kind of blew my mind for for a hot minute that's been it's been interesting few years right like (laughs) yeah i think that's also something we relearn too because it's almost like i feel like every year i get a couple years as i get a couple years older right then i find myself almost having to remind myself it's okay to want certain things like even something as simple as like, I'm too tired to go out. You know what I mean? Like, I just want right. to lay down. There's the part of it's like, no, you have to go out. You have, And then it's like, why? Like, I want to lay down. Seriously. You have yeah. to sometimes lay down, you know? Yes. So yes. even just things as basic as that, just being like, it's okay that I want to do that. And it's okay mm-hmm. that that's disappointing someone also. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes that's just how it goes because, but if taking care of me disappoints someone, then if they're the people for me or the person for me, then they'll understand that. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was thinking just today, too, because um, I kind of hit, um, I was kind of stupid. Like, okay, so I took a break. I took, okay, shit. No, I took a break. <laughs> Okay, the break was the good idea. Taking a break was a good idea. The problem is that the break I took did not take into consideration that I was pretty used to having a semi-regular conversation every month, at least twice a month, with somebody. And when I took a break, I stopped having that, like, outside connection. Like that, mm-hmm. like just, it was, I mean, I was, t- st- I still had friends I was on my phone with, but there wasn't, uh, you know, I wasn't seeing people as much. Right. And, um, December's hard for lots of reasons. And so I kind of hit this, like, I was really busy, but my, my mood was really low kind of dip. So. I have a better plan for next, uh, for this next to the end of the year. I'm going to do way less work and uh, have people like do guest spots. Yeah. Yeah. This next hiatus is going to be less work and still more communication with people actually like, like engaging with me with their stuff. So (laughs) I learned from it, but I had to. (laughs) See, it's a learning process. It's a learning process. Um, Good Lord. But uh, there's this understanding that I come to every single fucking time like a cycle because it is a fucking cycle that everything moves in a fucking cycle in a spiral over and over again over and your life every single bit of it is just all of these concentric circles and cycles moving at the same time some things are going to rise up and you're going to have the energy to do something over here while something over here goes down and it's just a constant fucking balancing act and um you just gotta i say to myself and everybody else apparently uh (laughs) learning how to navigate that flow is a good idea (laughs) (laughs) i mean Uh, if you figure it out you let me know you let me know what it is oh i'm trying i'm trying it is a practice um i will never i will See, I will say things that I do, and I do find that they work. But also, um, I am just a me trying things 
That's it. Um, yeah, that's it. That's I'm giving things a shot, and um, I'm happy when they work, and then move on quickly and um, embarrassingly when they don't. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm trying to. Like, the artist in me tries to like, remind myself, too, though, that rejection and, like, things mm. not working is just part of... Part of the, the fucking process. Part of the shebang. <laughs> yeah. Part um, of everything else. Oh, I'm not even um, submitting anything right now. I'm writing stuff. Not a whole lot of poetry right now because I'm doing that other processing thing. Still important. But convincing myself that the writing is important and that I'm not just doing nothing. Yeah. Is something. Yeah. That's so hard to, at least for me, when I know I have part in something. Yeah. And I'm so hungry to find the rest of it. And sometimes the answer is just to wait. So, like, the right thing will come. Yep. And... I'm so impatient. Like, I'll go revisit that <laughs> doc or no or whatever it is, like, every day. And be like, what needs to go here? Like, oh, why can't see? I figure this out? I changed you know? the way I did stuff. I changed the way I did that. I started um, writing it. And then I'd get to a place to where, say, I'm happy with it for the day. Right? And then I put it away. Mm-hmm. And I'll come back to it, like, a week later two weeks later and hmm. see where my brain wants to, it to go naturally, like where I pick up on it, where I've tripped myself up. Hmm. I will find that, you know, that, that it, I'll automatically edit it to where I think <laughs> it's supposed to sound right. So like, I recommend letting things uh, simmer <laughs> a little bit longer. <laughs> yes. I think that's great advice. I think for me, it's like when, I, when I'm writing a poem, it's almost like there's a, a dog on the loose. And I just really want to put a collar on it before it gets on the fucking highway. And everyone's oh, losing their minds. And you know what I mean? And so once I have the dog, I can oh, name it later. Right, like I can name the dog later. I can clean the dog later, but I just have to get the dog. So for right, me, it's right, like, right, right. You know, three in the morning, and I'm like, oh, you know, yeah. and I write it all down, and I'll take that extra second, like, make sure I've got it. But you know, then once I feel like I do, I think I can kind of put it away. Yeah, but but I I, I don't know. I, I think it's good to remember too, though, that. The us that writes all the time also knows what to do with it and to to trust that. So to not like the emotion of like the wanting it to be something take over and just kind of be like, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing. I know my own voice. I know my writing. Yep. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah. I can sleep too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so who are you reading right now? Are you reading anyone? Not. Uh, it's okay if you're not because i'm you know i'm just coming off of whatever the fuck happened in december (laughs) and um yeah Yeah. that was the same kind of month for me as well (laughs) and my boyfriend it was like death after death after death 
And oh, Jesus Christ. Just trying to like, you know, so right now, in the same way that I'm, I'm like, the inspiration will come and the moment will come. <laughs> I'm just trying to like, you know, pack lunch for the day and yeah. <laughs> like just get my sleep hours in. But what I have been doing That's- though is I've been revisiting some of the poems that I love the most to react myself, like why Ooh. I love them so much. Yeah. Um, so that's been really therapeutic, uh, but less exploratory in terms of new writing. Like, new... oh no, that's all right. What's what's yeah. been your comfort? What's been your comfort read then? Doesn't have to be new. I, I listen to um, the same goddamn songs from the seventies every fucking day. I'm yes, good. We're good. Uh, yes. Oh, I love that. I also want to. I would love to know what some of those songs are because that's so oh, great. Oh, we can talk about music. We're... Yeah. Yeah, please. I'm um, there. Music. I'm there. Oh, oh yeah, wonderful. we can okay, do good, it. Good, good. Yeah, all right. But oh, it's first, first, comfort reads. Comfort <laughs> reads. <laughs> um, always for me, Ocean Vuong. I love Ocean Vuong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like amazing human writer. Um, also like met Ocean, had a little moment with Ocean. So it just takes me back to like baby poet, adult poet. Also, we're both from Hartford, Connecticut. So there's just like these layers in their writing that sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I've not only feel like I felt that, I've literally seen that, like I've been there. Um, So that's like home in so many ways. Um, And then a poem that I also have with me that I love a lot is Plum by Alex Lemon. Oh yeah, I don't know if you, do you know that poem or Alex Lemon? Okay, so I thought I did and then you asked me, so now I'm not sure. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm going to have to look it up. Silly <laughs> um, There's one book I love. Uh, it's called Mosquito, which is the one I have. It's from the you know good old Tin House. Um, I don't what year is this from. I have to look because I this was one of my first books of poetry, just that I carried around, owned because you know which that one? was like in Mosquito. Oh, Mosquito by Alex Lemon so good um but this whole book is him writing about processing illness and just the ways that that affects everything um but that there's also like these little moments of joy and the knowings that can come with that so that's kind of me like i love dark stuff i love pondering trauma But so this one poem that I love, Plum, right, sticks out to me because it's a romantic poem. And it's kind of thrown in the mix of all of this trauma and, like, poems, some of which are numbered, like, taking place in a hospital bed or a hospital room. And then suddenly we're in, like, this room with a lover and you feel all of this, at least I think, of course, devastation of the whole book. Um, But then also, like, these beautiful random things that make life worth it and it's just like ugh, every time i read it i feel myself swell up a little bit because i just am like ah. yeah it's a good one well then you better read it i would love okay you do better because another thing about the poem is i think there's two periods in the whole thing and it's two pages long but it's part of the beauty of it good. all right <laughs> <laughs> all right so this is Plum by Alex Lemon. You shook, rolled clothes from hips like the sea, 
circling arms in a friction I thought would burn our home. And before I could say a little bit of hail, you were sitting buck-ass naked on the couch, where your wetness stuck, cried, like a mouse in a glue trap, and you didn't begin. Not yet. Instead, beads of sweat ran your body, and we stared in complete silence at the fruit dish. Oranges, apples, and plums, like the Google-eyed audience of a solar eclipse removing welding glasses, and even the baby's whales could not hold us from our meditation, and then I saw your birthmark sitting between your breasts, and it is, in fact, the seventh president. An earring had fallen, and you picked it up with your toes where it hung from that delicate wing of flesh like it had pierced. And I could see the patch of hair you'd miss shaving glow on your calf like a gold brick in an Iowa cornfield. And drowning in this ecstasy, I remembered waking to song, you sloshing in the tub, water flooding the tile as you flailed against morning, groaning lyrics I would swear were Dylan's. But just as your keys caressed the door that afternoon, I heard that song. And it turns out it was just some guy trying to sound like Dylan. And by the time the fake had finished, you were half undressed, trembling, hypnotizing me with your bones, the sound of rain on a sofa. Your lips moved and I stopped you, put a finger in the air like I had an idea that could save the world or a secret I swore to tell, but instead, unmoving, I sat like a jackass, finger in the air, and you, beautifully naked and absolute, smiling away in my incompetence, shaking your head and biting a plum, juice streaking to your chin, dripping like steam and dancing on the shower mirror. I love it. It's so juicy. I mean, they're literally <laughs> yeah. talking about yeah. juice. But I feel like I was given a healthy uh, um, like every time I hear it or read it. I'm going to take a drink now. <sighs> yeah. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm all right. Ooh. Little tequila. <laughs> thank you, Alex Lemon. Uh, yes, thank you, Alex Lemon. I love that and you know oh. that one. I don't know a lot of people that know that poem. I'd seen it. I think um, somewhere I'd seen it. I want to say uh, somewhere on Twitter where I'd first read it. Um, I used to be more active on Twitter before it started getting really bizarre. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's always been bizarre, but like I kind of popped in late, late in the game, right? Because mm-hmm. um, I was uh, more of a monk than I am now, um, and didn't and didn't even have social media for like three years. Um, so I popped back in, and um, everything, of course, is melting down. But like <laughs> um, now, now it's even stranger. But um, before. I was on there and there's like this uh, really great poetry thread uh, that Joseph Fasano uh, runs daily and he'll post a theme and people will add shit to it. Um, not there on Twitter anymore, so I can't vouch for the status of everything, but Joseph's very <laughs> kind and nice and yeah. um, he's a good person to follow. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, I'm not on Twitter much anymore, but I'm pretty sure I read it there first. This is my Love point. Love it. <laughs> and also, Long yeah, Twitter... Story. Twitter, I don't even know what that is. I, uh, it's, I have a, I have one of my personal one and I have, uh, a show one and I've basically just kind of abandoned everything show wise that isn't the Instagram one Mm -hmm. because 
Man, okay, so this isn't like, this is a fun thing for me. This is a fun project. This is thing, things that I'm having conversations with other creatives, see how they think mm. and see how we, like, see what works <laughs> yeah. and it, whatever happens, happens. But like, it's not for like a profity sort of shit. Does that make sense? Like, I'm putting yeah. it out for fun, but it's not like a show. I don't know. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. So it just being only on Instagram is really making a whole lot more sense for me. And also, it's less work. I'm I mean, already I, there. I like pretty much only use Instagram for everything mm. these days. And, you I know, have to I, be there, and I guess I do. Yeah, yeah, I know. I kind of feel that way too. <laughs> I guess. Uh, as a singer, yeah. there's so many people that are like, you have to make a TikTok. Like, if you just made a TikTok, and I'm just like, I'm so sorry, but I refuse. I refuse. So, I won't do it. But uh, I get well, it. And it makes sense. And it's it does. exposure. It does. And I've seen it work for people in my life. I just, for me, it's just not about my jam. When TikTok was, this is going to sound like, I'm going to sound like such an asshole, but when TikTok first kind of showed up, um, well, not really first. I say middle-ish. Before it got this big popular thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I found that like it, the scrolling and whatnot kind of made my anxiety worse, so I yeah. stopped going. Like, and I didn't like the way the music would constantly get stuck in my head when I'd rather be hearing other shit. So I kind of stopped being on it. Um, I have it because other friends have it, and they will occasionally send me videos. But that's. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm keeping it for you guys. That's about it. <laughs> I really appreciate that because <laughs> I had people literally like, you know, that short story, the lottery, and how yes. I, I feel like I'm about to get lotteried. Like I'm around <laughs> a group of people, and I'm like, I don't know about TikTok, and they're like, draw, take a dot, any dot. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, I, I'm sorry. I just. I think there's also the part of me that I'm a teacher, right? So I've seen yeah. the complete stupid shit. Like, like literally, yeah. had, you know those things that wash your eyes out in the science rooms? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we have kids literally recording each other, pulling that. We're having to pay, like, janitors to stay an extra four or five hours to clean up flooding. And then they're posting it on TikTok and not understanding why they're getting in trouble. Not understanding how people found out about well, that was literally filmed and on the internet, like, and, and then no one saw. Their frontal like, lobes are are still soft, and then they I, haven't wet yet. The jello is still liquid. Uh, like, if you shake, if you shake them a little bit, like you'll see it kind of like hitting hitting the top. Like, it, you gotta let the jello settle. It needs more time to coagulate. <laughs> Literally, like I'm begging you, let it regulate. Like for everyone, everywhere. Oh my god, it's so true. It's just crazy. The, the thing. <laughs> oh, or, I like, know. Punch your teacher in the face day. That was the thing. Not, at, not in my class. I'll say that all my kids. I've never had a fight in my class. I've never any. My old school, there were fights. I'd say, unfortunately, semi frequently. But never in my presence because these kids knew that I'm not the one doing any of the silliness with. Because I'm like, listen, if you start bouncing, I'm gonna end it. I'm not gonna clarify that. You know, like, just, it'll be over. Okay. Oh my goodness. And so TikTok is just revving all that stuff up. So 
you know, see, I don't know about that. I think teenagers are dumb because teenagers are dumb. That's yes, it. Okay. They're they're hormone soup. They're just they're but they're being bags given inspiration. Like fourteen-year-old boys, do they need it? They're still gonna. They're pulling they don't need inspiration. The they're wall. gonna do their shit anyway. All right. They've I always guess. been doing shit. They've always right. okay. I think. I mean, now this is videotaped. Now it follows them for life. <laughs> you know. I mean, yes. come on. You're, we did. We did. No, stupid I ass shit. Stupid ass shit. But there wasn't anyone around to videotape mm-hmm. our stupid ass shit. Mm-hmm. That's right. These poor kids. I don't know, I think about that. Maybe me. I don't know. Wait a minute. I'm I am the old. <laughs> you may have I think you were actually about mm, I think you're of the videoed age, aren't you? I don't know. I mean it depends you, on when you consider the video. I don't age, know. I think. Like I don't know. Yeah. I I was there when uh, AOL what screamed at you. So <laughs> I was a youngin. Like when I was going into middle school, it was when AIM was just the way that you met everyone you know. Like everyone mm. was just doing their little back and forth with their usernames and writing their statuses in that uppercase, lowercase, uppercase, lowercase sentences, you know? Or it's like too cool for school with a K in the school. Absolutely. So I don't know. Does is that the is that pre video? I'm not I'm not <laughs> sure, but I do remember that existing. Mm. Um Thank what you an interesting for time. reminding me <laughs> that was a time that existed. Yeah. I don't oh. know either. Whoa. It's kind of weird. Because I'm like, I don't even know if I feel positively about that, but I just definitely remember it. Right. <laughs> so my favorite band uh, is Led Zeppelin. And so I pretty oh, much really? listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Like it's, my boyfriend uh, too. I have a whole... Them. I have a whole fucking thing about Led Zeppelin. There's, um, I'm putting together a little poetry collection thing that's based on songs that I'm calling a mixtape. Um, I'm oh putting, gosh, I love like, it. their lyrics make their way into my poetry. Uh, I talk about Jimmy a, uh, a page a couple times. Like, I mean, <laughs> like it's, oh. uh, I fucking love Led Zeppelin. They're, it's, they're, they're amazing. Um, do you have an all-time favorite song? Like, is there one song? Oh, I, okay. So, I do. Um, it's kind of a tie, though. There's kind of two two that are like... So, The Rain Song is one. And mm-hmm. then um, the other is In the Light. The Rain Song was written because they'd been told that they weren't able to write ballads. So... Basically, it was a, a gentle and beautiful, fuck you, yes, we can. And oh, yeah. uh, I fucking, it's, it is the most beautiful song. Uh, I, if I, I occasionally have um, like, uh, like PTSD shit that pops up at night, right? And I can put on that song and just the, the intro of it will just settles me down. It is the most beautiful song ever. Um... And then In the Light is a response song to um, Stairway to Heaven. And 
I love the way it comes on. Like the way I wish I could describe it, and um, but I cannot. <laughs> it is too fucking cool, too fucking beautiful. The way it kind of like drones on into the intro, it is so cool. Good. You better. You better listen to them and you better tell me what you think. Um, and if you okay, so yeah. No, we'll stop there. We'll stop there for we'll stop there for Led Zeppelin. Yes. I have more if you like it. So um and then Bob Seeger's always somewhere in the mix. Uh, and a lot of like the music will get like uh worked into my poetry um one of his songs um one of his albums accidentally made it into a collage i accidentally recreated it in a collage it was bizarre uh yeah i love that so i don't know like inspiration quote unquote is weird like sometimes you don't know where it's coming from when it's mm -hmm. coming like when it's staring you right in the face like i listened to this album over and over again while i was writing a couple of pieces and ended up recreating the album cover. So, That's so in a cool. really cool way. But yeah. it, 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 I was kind of shocked when I saw them next to each other. Like, I didn't even... That... Oh, cool. I love it. I love also how present music is in your writing. Uh, every day. I, I love listening to music all day long. All day long. Uh, right now, I've really been into revisiting Janis Joplin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. Oh, and there's this really cool Cass Elliot track that um that I had on the other day, and it's not like anything else that I think she's put out. It's it's so much slower. Um, yeah. I can love it. I can't play anything because oh, I'm got shit. I can't play anything because uh, I cannot afford music rights. Um. <laughs> Okay, Wait. so all right, but you're just gonna have to look it up. So, Cass, double yeah. F, Cass, mm-hmm. Elliot, double L, one Got T, it? one T. Okay, yeah. And the song is, uh, nope, nope, stop, don't play. God damn it! <laughs> it sh- I hope I'm. I might have to edit that out. But okay, the song is didn't want to have to do it. Ooh, great title. Yeah. And the reason why I clicked on it like it, it, I found it in this weird circular thing where I was reminded of it um, in a Nako Case song. Nako Case. Do you know who Nako Case is? <laughs> Look up Nako Case. Nako Case. I'm sorry but I'm not sorry. K-S sorry K-S-E C-A-S-E I can spell N-E-K-O C-A- S E yeah, <laughs> got it. Jesus Christ! I'm not, I'm I'm not a I'm I'm a writer. Yes, I can spell out loud. Uh, but yeah, so Nako Case, Furnace Room Lullaby. That album is mm. st- start with Furnace Room Lullaby. You might like everything. Oh, another title, so good, right? Oh uh. fuck, yes. So, so the poetry you will love the poetry in Nako Case's songs. They just they'll they'll hit you up beside the head. Like they're it's violently beautiful. You'll love it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Right on, Grand. Oh, good. Yeah. I got it. 
I've got, I've got a couple things to listen to. I've got a couple more. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I could talk about music all fucking day long. Um, <laughs> music's uh, so important. I don't know. I feel like I, I did a year-long thesis study at my college. Um, and that's really cool because it was undergrad, but you still do a thesis um, and have a committee oversee it. And it was no all about initially how creative writing and vocal music or just music period can overlap and kind of leak into each other, but how both can be used for healing. So that was the whole Ooh, point. Oh, yeah. So you should um, read that thesis on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's it became like a whole project. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like, where is she? Oh man. But like, I'm really like, if you don't want to do it tonight, we can reschedule it. That sounds cool as fuck. I would love to hear that. I'm absolutely oh, serious. Awesome. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. We can, we can reschedule. Like, I have, um, I still have some time, like some days open. Anyway, I, I, I know what a calendar okay. is. I can look later. But yeah, I'm happy yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear it. Fuck uh-huh. yeah. Cause I'm also still trying to, and I mean, I know you just said right, that would be another boop. Um, <laughs> but I proposed it as a full, like Fulbright project too, and oh. it was a semi-finalist, so I got really close. Um, but that's like what I'm talking about that I'm writing to process trauma. That's like the biggest theme in all of my work, probably. Um, but that's just because it fascinates me because I want to understand not just how it saved me but why it saved me oh, and how it we came for talk. other people yeah yeah, yeah we need <laughs> to talk about this yes I yes love we it. do yeah. uh, I, it's oh, it can't be tonight but i it i yes we're doing it we're doing it i love yeah. it all right awesome oh um, all right and segue into that uh, <laughs> just with my chat book some of yeah. the poems that i wrote were during and for that thesis and we're me utilizing different literary elements, but just different tools and formats, right? To kind of process things or face like specific triggers in certain ways. Right. Yeah. So Ooh. that was another thing that was really meaningful about putting this together. Because it was like different moments of not just capturing, but realizing too. <laughs> I'm nodding very thoughtfully, y'all. You just can't hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm in it. I'm in it. Yeah. <laughs> so one of these days, one of these days, I I, I should do a uh, video for people, um, but I probably yeah. won't. I probably I, I think I'm may, well. Oh well, maybe a very special episode. Like you didn't listen to the Christmas episode that I did. Oh, the, nah. the Hogs Watch episode. Okay, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Don't get me wrong. Um, Anybody else who who happened to listen to my uh, Hogs Watch uh, special, um, I had a lot of fun. By the time that got completely recorded, I had done the whole thing through about three times. The first time I had forgotten to turn on the mic. I read through the whole segment. Um, and the Two next. Jobs on my guitar. That's terrible. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so fucking funny. Um, but then that mean, but it took an hour. It was like an hour all in all reading because I read this huge section from the Pratchett book, and then I read a um a Vonnegut speech, and um. Mm, 
it it, it took a minute. And uh, yeah. so I was very toasty and very tired. Toasty. By the end, I was toasty. Well, uh, mm, I I was. I was <laughs> I was having a good time with the recordings. And I am not I'm not going to take it down. <laughs> But I will admit to struggling with the idea of taking it down. Well, okay, so who hasn't felt that? Who hasn't put something out that they had a good time making and they went like something about it. They went balls to the wall kind of crazy with it Mm -hmm. because I I did. I did. I went a little a little nuts with it. It was it was a fun time. But like for making you wild, let's do it for sure. Okay, well but see it's just me. It's just me in my room, like screaming into my mic. So like whatever you think, whatever you think is happening, like because I'm doing the voices, right? So it's just me drunk yelling into my mic as different people. So if you imagine that, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it though. And then and then I yell at you and Kurt Vonnegut. I don't know. If you like Vonnegut, cool. Tomato and tomato. You know, if you don't like Vonnegut, um, go read some and like him. That's that's my only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love Kurt yeah. Vonnegut. Yeah. That's another you new ever Okay. <laughs> the joy. The joy. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Tell me. What All do right. you want for Christmas? No, just kidding. All okay. right. So, so, Kurt Vonnegut, go ahead mm-hmm. and start. Go ahead and start with Slaughterhouse Five. It's his most well known. It is that sounds familiar. It better. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad with names. It's okay. It's like it's once okay. I Teaser. start to read something, I'm like, oh, oh, you know, like one time. But in general, it's it's bad with authors as well. Like it's the same thing. Oh man, like I do, I don't remember anybody's names. I don't. <laughs> I really really don't. So uh, it's nothing personal ever. Names just take a very long time to stick. Uh, Same. Meh. So uh, thanks for I'll getting get there it. Eventually. I'll get there eventually. Just give me some time. You know, some, you, you, for a minute, you might be known as uh, them in my head for a long time. But like uh, that person that I met I, on that app. Ugh. But um, so, go ahead and start with Slaughterhouse-Five. Uh, then I would go to Cat's Cradle. Oh, and then see how I you feel from there. I, I, see how I you have know this. This sounds um, familiar too. From there, from there, you, I, I think that'll give you a good idea of mm-hmm. uh, where to, where, where to go with his writing because there, there's a lot of stuff that has this kind of, uh, ah, <laughs> uh, okay, so. <laughs> It's just, oh, it's just so cool once you get into it. Um, but there's like this whole meta storyline with the author being involved with the characters that he writes. Like he's like he puts Ooh. himself in the world, and there's this whole thing. It's these books are not part of that world, so you can mm. read uh, Cat's Cradle and Slaughterhouse Five apart from it um but it'll give you a good idea of his voice before you get into anything that's has like a connection to anything else i think okay i love it i love recommendations i eat them up 
Oh, I, I, well, that's, um, I have them. <laughs> I'm down. I have I opinions have, about I've things. Got a good couple here. Like, yeah. I have a podcast. I must have opinions. You know? Yes. Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I don't even know how that would go. Um, right. I don't it think it could. could. Yeah. Just sure. dead air. Just dead air. <sighs> You know there must be one out there. You know there must be one out there. Everyone and their fucking dog has a fucking podcast now. Like <laughs> that was that was one of the things when I was like, why should you even listen to me? It's another goddamn podcast. Who the fuck cares? I don't know. Come watch me fail. It'll be funny. Um, well, that's like the same thing is. with me in writing, though, right? <laughs> but like, what it was? It's like sometimes I'm like, I don't know if they need me to offer yeah you know but then i'm like but we all do though so i need to relax and i need to just human and be a human and part of that is like saying stuff and feeling stuff and thinking stuff so i'm just doing my job (laughs) and you are too yeah yeah i feel very much right now like i'm i don't know absorbing things like there's i'm kind of in this weird funk with my poetry writing where I feel like it's not necessarily the way I want it to be or sounding the way I, I want it to be. And I don't know. I want, I need to read more is where I'm at. Like I need to read some different stuff. Mm. There's been, um, I need to break out of stuff that's in like my current, like reading circle. It, mm. like, you know, not just the stuff that I see a lot of the same stuff online. And this isn't like mm-hmm. against anyone online or what is popular or what people like or anything like that. I, I like what you like, post what you post. Bad fucking fantastic. But <laughs> it I mean it's up to me to find stuff outside. Uh, of that to go searching for it and to go looking for it to hear different things and to see different things put together in new ways so that's that's what i'm working on right now like i picked up some um surrealist poetry um Mm. and i picked up uh some dennis brutus i've got um someone else something it came up the other day and there's i've i've had this interest in saying thing and this isn't new or anything but um in saying things beautifully very 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 plainly almost colloquially yeah and and then like i know that's not really a new thing but it's not something that i see a whole lot of um right now so there was uh something one of the someone posted something a small snippet and i'm looking it up right now because i can't remember her fucking name because i don't remember names unless you've like (laughs) you know been absolutely engraved on my heart forever and ever like vonnegut where it's also hard when it's like so easy to fall into new work like not even seek out but it's just like as oh, yes. like you know just a poet yes. on the internet there's just poetry everywhere yes and 
Yes. Poetry is look, it looks different. Some of it is like visual for some okay. people, some of the videos, it's, like all that. Joe Carson, J O, uh, mm. stories I ain't told nobody yet. Mm. See, that kind of. So, so that like one's when coming. you're talking about colloquial, I slam poetry was one of my. Oh yeah, yeah. First tracks of you know coming into contact with poetry as a job or like as a career, Ooh. like considering it as something like, oh, this is something like you can tour and do, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. And it was also kind of like a message to me when so I auditioned for the state team when I was in high school. And my principal was like, you should do this. You would be great at it. And what he meant by that was like, you're a great writer. You're great at performing. But like, put it together. Right, <laughs> so right, right. You. Um, but then was picked to continue to audition to be on the state team. And I went on. And I got alternate for the team. And that just lit a fire under my ass. I was like, absolutely not. I need to get on this team next year. comes around. And I was first in the state got on the team and then we went on actually to be uh, top 16 in the world so oh, we killed it yeah um, okay uh, but like what an experience <laughs> just overall and it was in Atlanta it was um, Great Cool Voices I'm sure you've heard of it to some people again. Know? Again. Brave New Voices oh right. yes yeah so we love that uh, but it was so cool so fun but also a way for me to start to think about, you know, how I could overlap my art forms. Because I was always so sick oh. of having to pick between, like, performing and singing or, like, poetry and writing. And I'm like, well, why can't... They're just all kind of the same for me. And then that finally was, like, the first way that they could coexist and that I felt like they could actually strengthen each other and I could be me like represent me on a stage fully instead of almost hindering or like taking out another part of something so I think I'm almost seeking the opposite in some ways right now like seeing more tricky language um yeah or like you know I'm re-getting into rhyme scheme a little bit (laughs) I always feel like I'm like forcing people to uh get into the things that I'm into I see it as if, like, you're giving me a bunch of places to go try something or, like, look into the thing. It doesn't mean I need to, you know, call you up in the nighttime and be like, oh, my God, the rain spot. I'm bored Okay, again. bitch, you know what? You know what? No. <laughs> if you did happen to have that impulse based on mm-hmm. a recommendation of mine, um, far be it for me to prevent you from no, alerting me. <laughs> I definitely your would. revelation. Just because I can feel the same back. You know what I mean? Like if I gave something to somebody and they were like, wait, it's really like, I'm going to keep this one in my back pocket. That means something to us. That's yes, like, oh my God, yes. You saw it. It's like, like you, you saw, saw the same thing. thing you too. saw it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. So, don't worry about it. I love it. <laughs> I might not write. I got the good old three jobs. So, you know, I'll probably the like truckle okay. through kind of things. I like to sit with things that are new, too. Yeah. Not immediately. Well, actually, that's not true. I'd like to say I don't <laughs> immediately say that. I don't hate stuff. Some stuff within tax seconds. I'm like, this is just not. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Like for me, oh. that's just kind of Taylor Swift all the time, period. And that's a very unpopular opinion, you know? Wait, and wait, so, wait. Are, are, you, are you pro or anti Taylor? Anti. Or, yeah. <sighs> well, okay, I think so. She's done a lot. This, okay, I have so. A lot of respect, but <laughs> I don't have I, to like um, respect. <laughs> I uh couldn't give a shit less about Taylor Swift. <laughs> I oh, wow. I am not I am I'm not pro, I'm not anti. I'm not she she's clearly a savvy businesswoman. Mm-hmm. And uh well More done well done well done for that. Um beyond that Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't care. I don't listen to her music. It's never gotten to me. Um, it has, however, been in the background of my life for way too fucking long. Um, yeah. In general, I mean, again, not that it's not that it's terrible music. I hope Swifties are gonna come down on me, and that's gonna <laughs> be fine. I'm gonna to I'm be blitzed. Oh God. You're- <laughs> Come at me. D- actually, <laughs> this is a sign to anyone listening. My Instagram is at G O D dot D I N G. Follow me and tell me how wrong I am. But just follow first. Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Let's talk about it. Oh, <laughs> oh fucking right. But I mean, I just. <laughs> fucking Anne, you know, like so. And mm, <laughs> I do. She's she's uh, and also as a vocal coach, it's just like imagine having uh, an 11, 12 year old girl come in. I asked her to write a list. This is a true fucking story. Oh no! Like from last week. I can just. I, I said, write me a list of oh. all of your favorite songs, <clears throat> right? And we're going to narrow them and pick them when you come back, right? So that I can hear like a couple in your voice and then pick one for us to work on and faster, right? Mm-hmm. She comes back, I am not kidding, with 70 Taylor Swift songs handwritten down in a journal, which is like, but also like only Taylor Swift songs. <laughs> only in like a sparkly blue pen so it's like you're a sweetheart and we have to make this work but also it's like those teaching moments where i just want to scream and be like i fucking hate her but i can't do that i feel like great choices or like whatever you know and then narrow it down it is so annoying but you know i will say the girl can write some clever lyrics sometimes but all her melodies are like the same. It's all the same oh, yeah. over and oh. over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's that's the popular the popular thing. It's gotta be a little a little catchy little thing and there you go. Oh, I know. I, whatever. <laughs> so much money. I know. Uh, so so you wait, know. I, see Mm-hmm. When we start talking about people who have like more money and more influence than fucking <sighs> anything else, you mm-hmm. know, then you start wondering, yeah, like, like, <sighs> I know it's kind of like the great, you know, power comes with great responsibility, but with great power comes great fucking responsibility, you no, know? True. Um, yes. 
do something. If you anything. got eyes on you, I mean, sh- anyway, <laughs> anyway, 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 should cease fire yeah. right fucking now. Like we maybe stop sending arms. We <sighs> stop sending fucking arms. We uh, <clears throat> yeah. I feel so much anger and also just confusion to be honest with the way that people are not just ignoring what's happening because that's what Americans do, right? They're just like, oh, no, 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 no. Exactly. So that's nothing new, right? But to actually like counter an experience that's just like killing people daily i'm like what is productive about it's this like, viewpoint like what are what is protection solving it's it's solving it's solving them it's solving their ego it's solving their that they might be wrongs it's solving the you know oh my my mommy and my daddy didn't explain this to me right and i feel guilt and i feel shame so i'm going to make it your fucking problem and you know here we fucking are it's also just nothing new and i feel so you know like privileged and lucky in that i literally took a course like i took an entire class during undergrad about palestine and about Mm. how they use slam poetry and just like sound Mm. and words as a form of protest because they are trapped like there is nowhere to go and this is not new and so that's what drives me so crazy about this is that like if you ever read a book or an (laughs) article ever about palestine man there would be nothing to clarify right now seriously (laughs) but you're right you're right you're right you're right though like i was when this shit was i mean i was fucking ignorant right before the shit started to really hit the fan again for us over in this side and Mm. all i can remember of it being discussed in my youth was that it was um too complicated that was that's what I was too complicated to like get into, and now looking at it and reading the fucking history, and no, no, that's not too fucking complicated at all. It's it's occupation, it, it's it's apartheid. There you go. It's it's literally you can literally tick down the list of all the signs and just yes. Well, and then again, no. also right. That's what that's the theory in me. It's not just like. This isn't genocide, right? But people being like, well, maybe. Here's why I think it is. Here's why I think. And I'm like, what does, how, again, you sharing this, what is the point? Right. This, like, pro and con mentality. Right. Like, what's going on? It's like, okay, then what are you contributing? (laughs) They're contributing their voice is the thing. They are centering Uh, themselves on the conversation. Like, and I know you know. I know you know. Yeah, I know. (sighs) But the thing is, is it's like, and I see all these people talking about Palestine, talking about Gaza, standing up for children that are being killed because that's what's happening every day. Yep. And like losing their jobs, like losing their that's wild. What the fuck is that? What is that? And then the same thing playing in my head of. 
people back a couple years from now, right, when there was another hat in the White House yep. saying that yep. we have our right to free speech and we can say, and I'm just like, the hypocrisy is so dense sometimes that it's almost impossible to even consider what to do with it because it's right. like if you had read a book this wouldn't be happening <laughs> but i can't make you read a book right right so i think that's why it's so important to keep sharing and and, and talking about what's happening yes. because the moments do happen like especially for me like i'm a white lady right and sometimes people are in touch with me that don't feel the same as me yep. and I can be a person that can change their mind and so I've even had that like one person same. reached out to me from a business account like not even something that I know personally just saying hey I really appreciate that you shared this because it really showed me a lot right and it's moments like that when those are those are the only times when I have like a bit of hope. I feel like because it's like, okay, we are people and we can change our minds. We don't yeah. always have to be right. And also I'm not always gonna be right too, but I am gonna ask questions, even if they're uncomfortable. And I think that everyone should be doing that when people Absolutely. period are dying for a reason they don't understand anywhere. Right. Look into like, it. Doesn't matter. I know, like, like let us figure you it out. <laughs> literally do your research. Don't just I mean, don't just take the one fucking reel that you watched. Like, oh my god! I know that brings me back to TikTok too. Yeah, where I yeah. have my same babies and children, right? Like, I have thirteen-year-old people saying that they saw something on TikTok, and so that is fact and that is truth. And anything I have to say against it, it doesn't matter. I'm just like, oh, you realize anyone can hold a phone. Right. Yep. <laughs> Time oh. to have a refresher in uh, what was it? Fucking like media comprehension, you know, like in the ways mm -hmm. of information dissemination. Yes. Yep. Uh, and and again, it's blatant. Everything yes. is blink. The language being used just for every article, every situation is blatant. And I. But also, you know, we can only do so much, but we can always do more too. And I think that both could be held it's, equally. Yes. And I think, yes, uh, that's, that's it. Yeah. You gotta find your way through it. Do as much as you can. If you can do mm -hmm. more. Do exactly. That, we're all dealing with that same, we want to do, we want to, so there there you mm -hmm. go find something to do if anybody does need anything i don't know um it's been a minute since i've talked about it but i put a lot of links down there in the in the notes for organizations and stuff that i really admire who do really good things and are trying to help um so take a look at those links in case you um I don't know, need some direction or need some idea of something somewhere. Sorry, I feel like we took, like, it's it's so hard to, like, come back from, like, and now what do we say? Now, like, the gentle wrap-up of... This conversation isn't over. That's and true. that part of what is keeping it possible, keeping that possible. Like, I am a teacher, right? I am in front of kids every day and see adult people refusing to talk about this mm. refusing 
and even bringing up like legally that they don't have to or that they don't want to putting an energy to oppose right right so you know <laughs> it just i can't i can't i, I just can't i can't <laughs> and me too you know yeah i i've decided that if and as i teach i'm not going to put what i believe is fundamentally important away right. like i'm not going to do that and i think that that's you can't also just, you, you can't abandon it you can't for it's it would it yeah, yeah. And it doesn't mean I have to teach behind it, right? Like, I don't have to make a lesson plan, per se, because that does get complicated institutionally sometimes. Um, and especially in, like, certain states right now, right? There's all sorts of rules on what some people can and can't teach, which is just, like, so... And that's I'm a whole in other Texas. I'm yeah, in Texas. No. So... Exactly. <laughs> uh, but, right, there's ways... But yes. sometimes, right, activism is not like showing up with a poster. And instead, right. it's just knowing a truth and giving care to a person just because you know yes. that they need it. And that's it. There are many different um, avenues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I love that you said that you have those resources because like, even I'll go check those out. Oh, you know? awesome. I think those are ever changing. <laughs> Yeah, because there was like one relief, you know, that I looked into, but then they're like, we don't need any help anymore. And it's like, okay, great. Moving on. Yep. (laughs) But it's just the checking. We are, you know, actively trying. And that's, I I think, necessary for anybody that is just sitting at a computer right now, like able to live their happy, healthy life. By this, see, this episode will uh, come out somewhere um, in the beginning of February, right? Um, because I don't, <laughs> I bake, I bake into the the show itself like time to do shit because uh, I'm busy, <laughs> like you are, you know, like so, yeah, um, like this is this is you know a, a couple of hours worth recording, but then I have to edit it, and that takes like blah 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 amount of time of course uh which is all good and fine i'm, I'm not complaining it's just that it uh no it um <laughs> that uh there's time involved and uh, yeah so maybe by that time something will have happened in this fucking trial and everything that we're talking about is hopefully on its way to being moot Mm-hmm. and I hope that every day and I think it's important to hope because that <sighs> what, oh, so alright so I mean I'm gonna spring off that um, a little bit because I had a whole fucking little episode on hope not that I came to any sort of conclusions I hope nobody um, thinks I have the answer on that oh good <laughs> god please don't um <laughs> It's just my navel gazing in like later time and mildly edited with a some back music, but um, <laughs> love it. But okay, so but hope, like, what is it? What is hope? 
you could say it's a feeling, and we we say hope in a trivial trivial way often. And I don't mean trivial as in like doesn't mean anything, but as in like small ways. We say it like we mean wish, or mm-hmm. you know, like in that sort of way. <clears throat> but is that all hope is? Is that that little feeling of maybe it'll get better or that you want it to get better Mm. I think like when you say that I thought two kind of different things yeah one is that the first thing I thought is that hope is a choice it's something I said that that, mm. you're actively choosing to believe or to seek something outside of something else and or difference right whatever that means in whatever context the other thing i thought of is that hope can be just a completely different avenue than you thought existed from something and that like it doesn't necessarily have to be like i could have a random miracle right thing kind of happen like for instance i met my boyfriend on a bus in europe on a nine-hour bus ride and we happen to know the same person in america and now we live together you know what i mean and we're That's wild. gonna get married and all that jazz i love and, that serendipitous shit yeah me too and so it wasn't the fact that like someone had feelings for me or that i was having like you know my lizzie <laughs> mcguire <laughs> moment like that's not, what, that's not what it was it was just almost like oh my god i thought i knew what this place, what this moment like was to me, and now suddenly there are all these other things that they thinking about, and all these other things that are important Ooh. out of nowhere. And to me, that's hope too, the knowing that newness is everywhere, and that the mundane and like the day to day is a gift because there's going to be something different every time, and that sometimes that one little thing like can completely change everything, but only right after the choice comes in if you let it. But I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah, I like that perspective. I like that perspective. Um, I I think in a roundabout way, I, I ended landed on um, that hope <clears throat> could be like love in action, right? Ooh, because yeah, I love that. Like. So there was this quote that went up that um, got a little bit of flack for a minute on Twitter for some reason mm. that I don't understand, but that um, that uh, that grief was love persevering, right? <clears throat> which is which I think is a lovely way of looking at it. I, I, I really like that's I like that perspective. I thought it was very. I liked it, you know, but so yeah. I, to bounce off that, like if, if grief is love, like continuing on, could hope not be love that like moves things forward, right? Like, yeah. Um, I wrote like the tiny little poem about it because I was talking up to leading up to the the episode I was asking people what 
they thought hope was. Like I was like, my poor friends. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I promise I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not in a yeah. spin. I'm not ha- this is just I think about this kind of shit like mm-hmm. you know, on a like a semi-regular basis, kind of yearly sort of thing. Like it's part mm-hmm. of my winter meditation. I promise I'm fine. I'm fine. So <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so guys, what do you think hope is? Uh, yes. And what can you do if you don't have hope anymore? And so that's kind of where I started with it because hmm. she was saying, um, the friend I was talking to about it, that she was hopeless. And I just watched this video of um, this Palestinian grandmother making bread on um, over a fire that they built over and I all I could think was you know that's hope yeah making bread love mm-hmm. in action that's hope that's so true exactly right and, and that's kind of what I mean and it's like in that but moment. that's a choice. But like when you said like hope is a choice, yeah. and that's that's the same. I mean it in that same way. Like it's that making that choice to continue moving forward, if not for mm-hmm. yourself, like for what yeah. needs to happen. You keep kids still need to eat, yeah. animals still need to be taken care of, things need to be done, laundry has to be done that's hope keep moving forward and finding like the holy in the everyday minutia like mm-hmm. that's that's where it is and so true and then i don't know if this makes sense but that actually like this timing with this but um it's making me think about one of the poems in my chat book actually which is the one that's called poem for a mother six years out of prison yes um yeah, can I read it quick? Yes, you can. Um, okay. Cause it's, you can it's, read anything you want. Cause, and then I'll say, of course, afterwards, making me think of it. So, short but sweet. Um, poem for a mother six years out of prison. You tell me that no matter what, we will always have come from the same garden. I wonder what that means as I watch carnations outlive cherry blossoms. If a lifespan makes a flower more beautiful. We are pretty things, mama. Dying things. Calling ourselves nature instead of tired. My therapist says we'll find our way back to each other. I ask if she's ever seen daisies in November. What this made me think of is, first of all, this poem is ending on the line right saying like have you ever seen daisies in november meaning like yeah. have you ever seen the impossible happen right right right, right. um but also this line of we're calling ourselves nature instead of tired because we are both <laughs> but hope right is finding the daisies and that they do come finding the daisies in november and so what i love about that home specifically is that my mom and I, right, are close as ever. And that's one of her favorite poems that I've ever written. And it's literally low-key, right, talking about how I don't know if we'll ever have a relationship or if it's ever salvageable. Right. And she told me this story um, 
where she hadn't told everyone that she works with that she's gone to prison. You know, that's something she doesn't tell every person in her life. And so she's worked at the same place, though, for a very long time. Um, and also, she's totally okay with me talking about this, writing about it. Um, her and I actually talk on panels sometimes in prisons and about prisons, just about that they should have more programs for people and like reconnecting family members and that it's just all possible, you know? Right. Um, but that's fucking amazing. I'm, just it's, right. And it's part of why I do this stuff, right? Like why I'm so fascinated with how we can take things and process them through writing and creating. Cool. Um, but um, <laughs> that poem apparently one day, you know, this was published less than a year ago, so it's still my fresh baby. Um, and she went to the bathroom and she had some coworkers over. Came back out and we had opened the chapbook and read the poem, right, not knowing that she had been to prison. And so here, and also she, for context, she works at a moving company. So there's all these super muscular, like, movers that are just like, well, we'll be a furniture for you. Like, that's the vibe of these guys, right? So this guy hey. reads the poem, and he's like, dude, like, this is genius. But I, you went to prison, you know? You and went so to she, prison? And so she's like, let's sit down, you know, for a second. But... <laughs> To have like this poem that's talking about, I don't know if anything can be savage. Uh And then to see this bridge into her life of her connecting with people. Like I wrote that poem and never thought that could happen. You know what I mean? But here I am like literally bringing transparency to her life through writing about the transparency I felt like we didn't have. And it's just like so amazing. So just you talking about hope and write the things that can come, like it was a choice for me mm-hmm. to write that, but it was also a choice for me to publish it. And yep. I, that is the hardest part with this chapbook was like putting my family on a blast kind of and just being like, I love you guys. Like we know what happened though, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like that's what it is. And the choice to now like share that um, means a lot to me, which is why I think this collection means so much to me. And that whole, and just like that experience is something that I'll always have and I wasn't even there. So yeah. I don't know. It's just pretty magical. It is pretty fucking magical. Like the how way things work. Cool. So like oh so synchronicities and things that line up, that shit just Well, that butters my biscuit is Aw. Like, I love that shit. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Like Thank you. I know it's 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 mostly bias, but it's beautiful nonetheless, and I'm gonna take it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> At least. And my mom does too. And my cat. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. In the light. I'm snorting because I've gotten a grinder notification and I'm taking a break. <laughs> oh, God. The last time I was on it, somebody asked me if I was a prostitute. So. Oh, my goodness. Which, wow. I mean, thank you. But. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I appreciate. I appreciate that you think that this is marketable. Um, Absolutely. However, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's I'm, so funny. So, um, no grinder for right now. Anyway. For right now. <laughs> oh, come on. Like, I'm gonna... No, I eventually, love it. Eventually, I'm gonna come back around and 
try again and fail again. It is it it is my one more one more Sisyphean task for myself. I mean, I said to um, a good friend of mine, she just had a super surprise shock divorce, like was married for 30 years, mm. found out he was cheating, right? He was starting anew. And our friend group just convinced her to make a hinge. I was like, listen, this is what you do. You pick your favorite restaurant. You make a schedule, right? You pay a human for each day at each restaurant. And then you go get the best food ever. So then even if you go on these dates and you hate what's going on, you went to some five-star wonderful thing. And you got to try those chicken legs that you've been dreaming about, you know? <laughs> so I'm, I don't know. I, I'm fun. not looking for, I'm not looking for that kind of dinner. <laughs> no olive garden, no bottomless breadsticks. No. <laughs> no. Different kind of dinner entirely. Different kind of dinner. Yeah. And we're just talking about the first course. Mm. See, see, that's exactly what I mean. All right. So, <laughs> but um, never had a long, tragic, terrible backstory. You got to pay for my Patreon to get that information. Bullshit. Well, no, I don't have a Patreon anymore. But like, it's because um, nobody paid for it. God damn it! I just see this is the passion project. Everything you see, yes. I pay out of pocket. It's out of pocket. So yeah. everything that I'm, that's all, it's all me. Cause I, cause I want to be here. Y'all it's for you. No, it's all for me. Um, it's <laughs> for my amusement, but uh, I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens to the change. Um, it's part of the whole, didn't the things you didn't get as a kid. Mm-hmm. Give to yourself sort of thing. And I also want, yeah, yes. I want to see what changes. I want to see what changes. Mm-hmm. That's also like me with sometimes I have like a 50 year old woman walk in through the door and she's like, I don't really know why I'm here, but I know I want to sing. And I'm like, that's all you need, you know, just that it's for you and that you're setting the time aside. Like, that's it. Yep. It doesn't have to be anything else. So, yeah. I want, also, you, know, yes. you know what I also want? You know what I also want? I mean, not only for myself, mm. because I would love to, like, be able to have that in my back pocket and people be like, what? You do that? Yes, I do, motherfucker. <laughs> but, because, <laughs> come on, that's fun as fuck. Um, it, it but is. to have my son not tell me to shut up when I sing would be <laughs> nice. I mean, the only thing with that, though, I don't know if I could help with that because you can sing perfectly and and your kid, but that's just like, you know what I mean? Like, you could sing the most perfect operatic piece, and your kid might be like, what the fuck? Why, why are you doing that? You know what that's I mean? True, that's, uh, true, so, that's true. So, but I can make it the best damn operatic piece, you know, <laughs> that your kid has ever heard. They may not know it, but <laughs> but I will right here. Yeah, and I will too with right a here. gold star sticker. <laughs> there you go. Good job. Oh, <laughs> thank you, teacher. Oh, t- <laughs> yes. Why did oh. you choose to be a teacher? I had that delusion for a second. I had I was under the delusion of being a teacher <laughs> for a hot like second as 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 an adolescent and mm-hmm. then i came to my goddamn senses 
Um, not that teachers aren't valuable, but but you're crazy. No, that's choosing a hundred percent. Yeah, I actually. It's. I funny. mean, thank I'm, you for being crazy, but you're crazy. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree, and I think that's part of being able to do it is like knowing that you're crazy. <laughs> you have to be like, I'm fucking nuts right that now. About yourself, yeah. Like I am crazy, and I'm gonna get sick way more than everyone around me, and my patience <laughs> is gonna be way thinner. But at the end of the day, right? Someone that might not have had a moment of hope that day or like a path in front of them might now because I drank a cup of coffee and went to work. It's worth it in that way. But it's funny because I would, I said I would never be a teacher. My mom always wanted me <laughs> to be one. And I was like, mom, you couldn't fucking pay me to do that anything. Like it doesn't matter what the rate would be because I don't want to deal with little shits. I don't want to deal with people being like, I challenge you so or like where are you going where are you go like I don't have time for that you know what I mean yes yes going to Spain was for me a trip to go to Europe and see the world not be a teacher necessarily right but then when I started doing it and first of all I was like I'm amazing at this and second of all I love this and third of all I didn't even know if I wanted to have kids period and now I'm working with kids and I'm like I could have a kid I could put them in a little cute little dress and take it like which isn't life, right? It's it's not like I'm playing with you for a couple hours and go back home, and I know that. But it made the idea of having kids around me something that's exciting instead of something that I dread or like avoid at all costs. Mm. Like every bless everybody who fucking <laughs> put up with me and my ass and trying to make this something, something, something of anything. Oh my god! Oh, and for anybody who's who's listening and wondering, I'm still putting together the yearbook. Um, Ooh, yeah. love it. Um, I'm put uh, that that yearbook thing that I stopped. I suddenly felt like I was pressuring people when I was asking while I was recording them, and I don't want it to be a pressure thing. But um, like I, w- I don't know if I'm going to do a yearbook this year. I'm going to do something, but. Um, <laughs> For last year's guest, I'm still putting together um, the yearbook thing, and I'm putting together like a 1970s yearbook, and every everyone's gonna have like their picture, and then their whatever they've put together that they wanted to submit, and then so just and the collection of everybody who's been on the show for everybody who's been on the show. I love it. Uh, Cute little thing. I think it's a good idea. As a yeah. thank you. As a thank you. Just for because I mean it's time and you know it's all based on community anyway so yeah. you know I'll do it's something I, will it out. I don't know if I'm going to do a yearbook I like the idea but I don't I don't know yet um, mm. well, we'll see yeah we'll see it should be what midnight for you yeah it's yeah. a little dusty okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think I should be responsible and kind and uh lead us into the wrap-up um if anybody would like to know where they could find your stuff um i will of course link it below but where can they yes. find me so you can find me i gave that instagram <laughs> handle before if anyone has any qualms opinions or presentations about taylor swift <laughs> i'm totally open to that as long as you follow me. Um, but my Instagram <laughs> is my last name, actually, but with a dot in the middle, which is fun because it's God.ding. Um, oh, I know. So I love it. 
Love it. So it's G-O-D <laughs> dot D-I-N-G. Um, and then my chat book, you can find through Bottle Cat Press, which also super amazing press. Um, totally yeah. independent. They are amazing with their authors because um, just everything comes from them and there's no trickery. You know what I mean? Right. It's just kind of like, we love your work. We're going to put it together, edit it. They also help you with the cover art. Just awesome people. Awesome person, I should say. Um, but so in love with Bottle Cap. But you can find my chapbook on their website. Um, and what's nice is you can get a physical copy or you can get um, a digital one as well. If you just want to get a PDF. Um, the physical one is $10 and the PDF, I believe, is three fifty. Yes. Um, or if you're in the area, the area being around me, I'm in Arlington, Virginia, for the good old DMV. So there's this amazing bookshop in oh, yeah. DC called Little District Books. Um, and they're carrying my chat book. But what's special about them is that they only carry books written by and about queer people. Hell yeah. um, so if you can support them, right, you should. The only thing with that for people listening that aren't around here is that if you wanted to pick up a copy of my signed book, you have to go in person. Um, mm. They don't mail everything out because, again, they're a small shop. Um, and then other than that, just I have a link tree on my Instagram and all of my published works are there. So I put it all right there for anybody that wants to see. But I'm awesome. always doing something. So, yeah. <laughs> Not me. Clearly. Clearly. Fuck. Yeah. You need a nap. <laughs> yeah. You need a nap. I love it. Okay, so I can't n- promise that I won't cop out and use um, lyrics from uh, Mickey in in <laughs> the uh, the title of the subtitle. I don't know if you caught the music fucking references that I make, and if anybody else yeah. caught them. Shh. Sometimes I'm not good at it. Sometimes I force it a little too hard. But goddammit, let me play. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so do you have any musical requests that I reference? Because I'll probably just cop out and use Mickey. <laughs> I think that's legendary. I think we shouldn't we shouldn't go away from that. Yeah. Oh. All right. So, like, no complaints. I mean, that sounds like an accurate representation to me. <laughs> I'm okay with zero effort. Yeah, no, well, I'm not. To me, you so. know what? I, uh, see, I say that, but I will puzzle over it and see if there's any other songs before I actually end up back at Mickey. Um, <laughs> well, I like that, though. I like that it's up to you <laughs> this time. That's your homework. <laughs> There you go. See, I oh, this show is this show <laughs> is homework. This show is like the most interesting yeah. course of like poetry that I think I've ever given my like. I've just decided I'm gonna learn about different shit and said everybody come to me. And here, <laughs> okay, cool. So awesome, awesome. All right, Mickey. Oh my god, thank you. And we're gonna have you back, and I want to talk about uh, that thesis. I love it. I think that's awesome. All right, everybody, find Mickey in the notes and elsewhere, and um, uh, we'll catch you in about two weeks. All right, good night, good night, good night, good night. Thank you. Thank you.